It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Fantastic, a podcast about two dads. One of us got their ears lowered, the other one's me. One of us got their ears lowered. <laughs> it's an old dad joke. Uh, it sucks. Why did, whoa, right out the gate. That joke sucks. You tell me a good dad joke then. I don't have any. Well, then just don't come out and just rail my joke. If you got your ears lowered, that means you got a haircut. Uh, That's what dads say. So That's dumb. Why? I don't understand why you just dismiss it and then move on. Like, I don't think anybody that that's listening to this is laughing after you you say that. I guarantee someone's listening and goes, oh, my dad used to say that. That's cute and endearing. I really like this podcast. Casey seems like he cares. Tom just pisses on everything. That joke stunk. <laughs> you want to hear a great dad joke for yes. that or a reply? Yeah. It would have been, Casey would have been like, Tom, did you get a haircut? And you would have been like, no, I got them all cut. Another horrible joke. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Haven't had a coffee. I guess in Australia they don't give you a sense of humor. You've got to earn it. What's going on? No, no, no. I, I've got a sense of humor. But you're, you're you're not very happy? Are you hungover from Halloween? I mean, uh, why so serious? I saw the Instagram why post so serious, yeah. of you. You're, you were the Joker. Your wife was Harley Quinn. And uh, Bubbles was Batman. Bubbles. That's a great song. Um, no, I'm doing I'm doing fine. I just uh, thought the intro, you know, was subpar today. Subpar? Yeah. Huh. But that's, look, neither here nor there. It uh, sounds like it's here and there. We're a team, and uh, I'll just pretend like it never happened. We'll be fine. Okay, I like that. Yeah. So let's talk about your Halloween. Just so everybody knows, we record this on a Monday. Yes. Uh, and then Josh, our son, takes it and puts magic to it and yes. releases it on Thursday. Correct. And so when this comes out, the election have already happened. We're yep. not sure what went on. So we're just going to stay away from that. Yes. Because, you know, they say when you're talking to people, friends, family, there's three things you should stay away from. Politics. Religion. Religion. What's the last one? I don't know, but they say there's three. Yeah. Well, so my wife's... Uh, grandfather would always say, uh, "Leave your shoes, religion, and politics at the at the front door." Oh, so maybe it's shoes they talk about. Yeah, but I actually like that. I like that a lot. Yeah, that saying because it, it's usually the one that with the point of most contention, where you're going to find out some stuff and you're going to end up battling, and it, it just it's not good. Yeah, I, I think I brought this up uh, a couple of months ago when. Black Lives Matter was very prominent, and there are a few other—I don't want to call them initiatives—more like movements sure. that were occurring. Uh-huh. Um, that 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 not just in America, but we live here, and so that's why I kind of—I feel like um, some people, depending on the subject, and politics is generally one of them. Uh huh. They just have such a hard time disagreeing. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? And and so hopefully this podcast, this episode anyway, will be one where you. You don't have to listen to us rant about nope. 
government views no. or the, the next four years, and this is something you can uh, have some peace of mind. Kick about. your feet up. Yes. Put on a smile. Yeah. Forget about kind the of the of doom the and gloom, the state of the country at the minute, whatever that may look like in a couple of days' time. Uh huh. And enjoy. So Halloween for me was disappointing, Case. Oh. I didn't we just tell people to kick back and lighten up and then you start out with a disappointing Halloween? Yeah, it really was, actually. Well, Why? So um, last week I, I told everybody that we had not experienced October 31st while living in the house. Oh. We owned the house last year on October 31st, but we weren't living in it yet. We were doing some renos, minor renovations, sure. all, all internal stuff, kind of floorboards and, you know, whatever, painting and yeah, Move you can see walls. the paint on your hat. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's a beanie. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. but um, I digress. Um, so this was the first time we had Halloween at the house. We were quite excited. You had high In hopes? Fact, well, yeah. I mean, like a, like a month and a half ago, we were at the Costco, and we bought like, we jumped on the candy early. Did you get the, like the little candy bars? Did you go with the fruit the, uh, and the, the gels? The big, the big um, you know, you can buy those like uh, co- combo packs. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we got like two of them bad boys. With the Tootsie Rolls and the and the... We got the so in our opinion, we got the best mix. Oh sure, and that's like the Skittles, Sour Patch Kids. I'm with you. Done. You know what I mean? Like that. We finally the agree on something. Duos like that's by far the best. Yeah. But anyway, I'm glad we agree. Um, so we go over to to my in laws for a quick um, just hello. There's, they have this their own tradition, you know, where they celebrate Halloween. Normally they make spag bol, which is short for spaghetti bolognese, but um, we didn't do that this year. We were only there for a split second. They wanted to see Bubbles dressed yeah, up as Batman. all that good stuff. We took a few photos, kind of hung out, whatever. Played a, played a game, but we, we got home at about, I don't know, 7 o'clock. By that time, it was dark. Maybe it was a tad late, so 7.30. Mm-hmm. We didn't have a single person knock. Did you have lights on? Yeah. Did you have a pumpkin on the porch? Yep. So you you were inviting people to come up and knock and trick-or-treat. Yes. And this is why maybe my expectations are high because of the last – I've been here eight years – and I probably celebrated Halloween with my wife, who was my girlfriend for the majority of those eight years. I don't know, six six years now. Mm-hmm. Maybe not the first two years, but probably the last six I've done it. Um, their neighborhood that they live in pumps. Like, it is bumping. Mm-hmm. Like, people travel from around the valley to go to this neighborhood to trick-or-treat. Yeah. Like, it's... And and again, on, on, on Saturday night, or whenever Halloween was Saturday night, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, there were a lot of kids out there, and they were getting a ton of visitors. And then uh, our neighborhood's like a five-minute drive. I mean, really, is it's just on the other side of the freeway. It's not that far. A stone's throw. There you go. And we had nothing. We're driving through our neighborhood about to pull into our garage, which we don't have, our driveway. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow, it's like eerily dark around here, and I don't see any kids running around. Uh-huh. Nothing. You think the pandemic played in? I do I have, I have no answer. I'm not part of the ward, so I don't know what was said. Well, let's dissect this. In the secret this. group message well, let's di- let's dissect this a little bit. Bloody um, ward text. Is, is, is there a lot of kids in your neighborhood? Quite a few. Enough. And you didn't see any of them? Nope. Granted, right? So we don't have to, from my in-law's house to my house, we don't have to drive th- necessarily through much of the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. You know, like where to where we're on the closer corner. Yeah. Um, I did hear some 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 kids 
running around in a backyard of a neighbor's house, mm-hmm. but that was on the other side of the street. Mm-hmm. So maybe the you know the ward. I don't know. Maybe the ward fixed something up. Yeah. Huh. You know, I, I don't know. I think this was a, a definitely a Halloween for the books. 2020, the pandemic has, you know, kind of put a damper on the whole situation. Uh, we are getting higher numbers than ever before. And so I think a lot of people just kind of had their own little parties. Yeah, maybe that's... See, I didn't have my kids for Halloween. And this is the first time I've never had my kids for Halloween. No Normally, way. I split them with my wife and I take them out a little bit before, then... Tag, she's got them, or she takes them out. Tag, I got them for the so night. So they were with your, your, your my ex wife, my ex wife, and she was throwing a little party at the house just for family to come over and do that. But my older daughter Presley, she was going out with her friends, boyfriend, yeah, uh, and they listened to the podcast. We'll talk about that later. Oh, uh, you're in trouble. Yeah, and anyways, um, and then Frankie, Frankie, Frankie's in seventh grade, so this is probably her farewell tour. You know, I don't think she'll be going trick or treating on eighth grade. I just don't think eighth graders should be trick or treating. Um, oh, I, I, I disagree, but, okay, but we can we, save that again. Yeah, but so this is her farewell tour. So she went out with her friends. There was Livy and uh, I've, there's a ton of them, and uh, they all went as different princesses. Who's this? Uh, Frankie. Frankie, yeah. yeah. She went as brave, Merda. 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 And uh, so <laughs> they went out and did their thing, and then um, Bowden went with his stepbrothers. What was Bodie? Uh, he went as a Purge character, had a hockey mask that lit neon blue oh he thought he was a bad oh, man huh and did people like your costume he goes i don't know i go what do you mean you don't know he goes well nobody said they liked it i said huh he's just way honest like <laughs> if i was a kid i'd have been like yeah everybody was scared you know but he's like i think so dad but nobody ever said anything and i was like all right cool so he went out and did a little trick-or-treating but normally you know the, there's the dad tax you know about a dad tax when it comes to halloween candy yeah we spoke about this last week yeah. silly sausage and so are you seen all already a little bit good uh anyways normally they throw all the candy down not a lot of candy this year really? i don't think they went out i think you know they maybe just did the immediate circle or yeah. you know up and down the street that they're on and they didn't really go like we have my my son's like dad i go what and he goes we went to the rich neighborhood, and I was like, yeah. And he goes, disappointing. And I go, why? He goes, there was no chili. There was no cinnamon rolls. They didn't do any of the good stuff, Dad. And I was like, oh, I know, Dad. It's a <laughs> pandemic. <laughs> but he was like, he was bummed because right next to my neighborhood is the rich neighborhood. And they usually hand out, like, the full-size candy bars. Yeah. And this one lady makes these uh, sweet cinnamon rolls that yeah. are just amazing. That's a power play, isn't it? If you're handing out full-size yeah. candy bars. Yeah. That's like a, a, a subtle power move amongst adults. Speaking of power moves, Frankie comes to me and shows me a sticker. And it said, uh, Trump 2020, tired of the bull. I thought we weren't going to go here. I know, but I just want to say, and and I go, where did you get that? And she goes, some guy handed it to me at the door. And I thought, that's a power play. Hold on a second. She, he, handed, he or she handed that to Frankie? Yes. And she got it, and I was like. She, how old is Frankie? She's 12. She can't vote? No. But I was like. She's what? not even close to being able to vote. No, six years away. I was like, that's a power play. And I was like, do you remember the house? And she goes, no, not really. Here's what's so, so crazy about that, too. All right? yeah. Let's just, again, 
uh, apologies because it's it, we're recording this on a Monday. Let's just assume Trump gets reelected. Yeah. In six years' time, when uh-huh. Frankie can vote, he's not even going to be up. No, he's done. Two terms. His two terms are over. He's out. So what is the point of handing us? That's what I'm saying. That was a power play. Oh and the wow. Fact, and we're, we're just skipping over the fact that the sticker swore. Yeah, it did. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're giving a swearing sticker to a 12 year old. Yeah. Po- yeah. That is. Interesting, right? Whoa! Did you didn't ask? Like, can you explain what this man looked like? No. She was. So they gave us a candy. We were walking around. There was some guy who goes, "Here, take this," and gave her a sticker. And I was like, "Huh? That's, hmm. I don't know how I feel about that." Oh, I can tell you exactly how I feel. <laughs> That's not right. No. I don't care about your political views, but you don't hand a swearing sticker to my kid. Trump, Biden, whatever. Yeah, don't do it. I know. This is Halloween. Come on, man. Wow, okay. Yeah. That's a power play. Yeah. So all in all, I think 2020 Halloween was one for the record. Yeah, I Yours was a your Halloween was a lot more exciting than than mine. But look, we survived. Yeah. Um and I think we did it in as well, I certainly did it in as safe a manner as possible. I didn't go to the door once. Yeah. And I didn't end up going to the desert and partying with everybody else. Yeah. Did but, you hear about that? What happened? Oh. There was, they had a Halloween party out at Knowles, which is the desert out like you're going to Wendover. Uh-huh. Crazy. Someone had to get life lighted. Big party, mass students, nobody wearing masks. Oh, I haven't seen anything on Which this. is weird because you work in the news industry. And I don't, and I know. Let's go to break, and can we talk about this on the other side? Yes, we will. You're listening to Dadtastic, a podcast about two dads. I'm Dave Cauley investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold season three, the search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Dadtastic, uh, a podcast about two dads, and sometimes we talk about breaking news, and it's really not breaking news because this will come out Thursday, almost a week after the event, but yeah. That's wild, man. I had no idea. So there's these guys out of BYU, which is a a college here in Utah, uh, Brigham Young University, Uh and uh, there's these two students, and they started this company called Young and Dumb. Oh, I've heard about these guys. And so they've been throwing these... uh, protest parties, I guess, if you will. Uh, they say they're not, but they are. But I think these guys are just capitalizing on unrest and, and, and just making some money, which is American, I guess, by nature. In a nutshell. And uh, so they were told not to throw any parties by BYU or they were going to get uh, expelled. And they said, okay, we're not going to throw any parties. Well, Friday comes along. They said they didn't throw the parties, uh, but there were three big parties. There was one out in the Knolls, which is kind of on their way to Wendover. And uh, there was two to 10,000 people there. That's insane. And no mask. Some girl was crowd surfing and got hurt and was going to be life flighted out. But they ended up just taking her by the ambulance. And I believe she's okay. There was another party in Orem. And then there was down in St. George. Like just scattered across the state. Yeah, littered. Littered. And uh, I mean, you want to talk about and COVID spreading parties? Huge. That's you know. Oh my goodness. And, and so that's when I know that I'm a dad because I used to think of myself as this kind of rambunctious, kind of mischievous, kind of uh, anti-establishment and go like 
But I was like, oh, that's not good. That's bad news, man. <laughs> yeah. I actually, so I had a moment this weekend where I was like, yeah, my dad. Ooh, what happened? And I it was, love these. Yeah. So I was, and I hope I explained this okay, but I'm, uh, I'm, trying, to, I'm trying to find a park at, at Smith's, the local grocery store. A parking spot? Parking spot. What I saw? Yeah, a park it. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. Coffee is required yeah. before these podcasts. I do apologize. But um, nonetheless, I'm trying to find a parking stall. And I find one, but I have to go forward and then reverse in. So oh. I go forward and I start reversing. And all of a sudden, these two bloody skaters Oof. just go right behind you know, my, my camera. And so I slam on the brake because I don't want to hit them. No. Although I'd probably feel pretty good uh, if I did have to hit them. But mm. um, the one guy goes just fine. like, oh, you know, that. That that rude man, you know? Yeah. I'm sure that's what you said. Yeah. Hey, rude man. <laughs> well, we can't swear on this podcast. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, I'm thinking like, ah, oh, you know, bugger that guy, right? He's a young teenager. And I start reversing more, and another little one comes flying in. But he's like slower this time. Like he's almost asking for trouble. Ah. And so he goes by, and then he actually comes like kind of towards the front of my car. And I start rolling down my window. You know, but uh, Kate like puts her hand over my chest and he's like, it's okay. Whoa, big dog. It's all right. Just just relax. It's okay. And I was like, rolled my window back up, you know, Uh didn't actually, it's electric, but no big deal. Uh, But yeah, I was about to shout at him. Mm -hmm. I don't know what I would have said. He was a teenager. Yeah. So what do you do there? Like you're 28 years old. You've got a child in the back seat Mm -hmm. who's. Not even a year. Your wife's in the passenger side. You, you know, you, you're trying to mind your own beeswax and just reverse park like an adult does. Uh huh. And you've got teenagers that wear similar clothes than I do. Yeah. Skating. Probably have the same uh, iTunes playlist. Don't know what iTunes is these days. It's Spotify or bust, old uh, man. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Uh, anywho, uh, yeah, I don't know what I would have said. So that's that's. That's an interesting situation you find yourself in. Mm-hmm. Because well, they said, "Hey, young buck." No, I don't think you say that, but I think you need to let them know, "Hey, this is not cool." Maybe you unroll the window and they go, "Sorry, sorry, sorry," and everything's cool. But maybe you unroll the window and he's like, "What?" Oh, I guarantee you, he would have been like, "Huh? What?" And you said, "Hey, next time I'm going to hit you, and you're not going to go, huh? You're going to go, oh, yeah, in the back of an ambulance." <laughs> you know what I mean? Kind of like a beached whale. Because here's the thing: is as I get being young, and like once again, the guys throwing the party out there. I mean, I get it. You know what I mean? They're anti-establishment. They think they're young. They're invincible, and all that. Trust me. I, just four years ago, I felt that way. But here I'm looking on the other side of 45, and I don't feel that way anymore. But I still think they need to know because you can't let them go unchecked. Because if you do, they don't think there's any consequences for their actions. I'm not saying you need to roll the window down and swear at him, curse at him. I don't even think you need to open the door and, and flex muscles. You know what I mean? But you need to know, hey. Well, that's part of the that's part of the problem is like, you know, 10 years ago, yeah, I would have thrown down in the Smith's parking lot. Like, I, And I'm not a fighter, but I would have had no hesitation. Like, what have I got to lose? I'm you know, 18 years of age, this guy's been a you-know-what. I'm going to try and punch him if he punches me. But I can't do that anymore. I'm 28. He's probably 17. I don't know. I'm 46, and I stopped uh, two homeless guys from fighting the other day. Yeah, but you're the peacemaker. I, in this situation, I wouldn't have been the peacemaker, so which is I, an issue. Have I told you the story? No. So it was right after we did the podcast last week. So um, a week from today. A Monday. week from today, I get in my car. 
I'm driving out, and there's right there by the track station, right there by the Vivint Smart Home Arena. Uh-huh. And as I'm driving down the road, I'm talking to my ex-wife because we're talking about the kids need to go to the dentist. And I look over to my left, and there's one homeless guy on top of another homeless guy kicking him in the junk with his head laying over back towards where the train comes. So I stop, put it in park, roll down the window, and I go, hey, hey. And they both look at me, and I go, stop it right now. <laughs> and I point at him. And I go, stop it right now. And the guy looks at me, looks at the guy on the ground, and kicks him again. And I go, I said, stop it. <laughs> and so they weren't stopping it. So now I've opened the car door. I've walked across the train tracks, and I'm standing on the platform with them both right there. I go, you, get over there. And then I put, help the other guy up, and I go, you, get over there. And the guy on the ground who has been getting kicked in the junk was the aggressor. And he wanted to come back after this guy. And so now I'm standing between two homeless guys like a referee on a hockey match going, hey, back, you, you go over there. And this guy's I go, you go over there. And this guy's screaming obscenities like, I know where you are. I know where you live. And I was like, technically, you guys don't live anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, and so I was like, hey, stop it. Stop it. And so I stood there. My ex-wife is on the phone. It's the phone's on the, the, the car. The Bluetooth. And she's like, Casey, Casey, call the cops. Call the cops. <laughs> and I wanted to go, I can't call the cops because you're on the phone and I'm not in my car. I'm in between two homeless people on the tracks, Platt. I don't know what to do. <laughs> so this was about a six-minute ordeal. And, what? And, yes. And I'm like, back up, back up, back up. And I'm making this guy go to the other side and this other guy. And then every once in a while, there's like they just had a Red Bull and they've got all this energy. So they come back into the middle and I go, stop it. And then in my head, I'm thinking, this is probably not a good idea. Well, pandemic-wise. Pandemic-wise. And I don't know if these guys you know, have anything. Like, all of a sudden, I get stabbed because I'm trying to break up a fight. Yes. You know, so it wasn't very good, you know. But, but you survived. Yeah, finally, one guy goes the other way, and the other guy goes the other they way. They just walk different directions. Different directions. And I was like, oh. And so I was telling my friends about it. They're like, you stopped? I wouldn't even have stopped. And I was like, yeah, but I felt like I had to because the guy was getting kicked in the junk and his head was hanging over a tracks platform. This was not going to end well. No. And, and I assume there weren't anyone. Like, there was no one else on the – There was a couple people on the platform, but they just had their earbuds in and were staring at their feet. Well, they, they I guarantee you they knew what was going on, but they're like, I didn't say anything. Yeah, so but I just I couldn't do that. I was like, this is not fair. You know, I come from the old school. If you're fighting somebody and you got them on the ground – then you stop. Which I think is the right way to do it. I mean, that's old school rules. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't kick a man when he's down. That's a wild story, though, Case. Yeah. My goodness. So I don't know. I um, I did something this weekend. Nowhere near as cool as that story, but I did something this weekend, and I'm hoping it's the last time I do it for a long time. What? I mowed my lawn huh. for the first time in about a month and a half. Yeah, normally in the later fall months, you don't have to mow it as much because it's not growing as much and you're not watering as much. At least you shouldn't be. No, my water's off. So I've mowed it and I think I'm not going to do it again for the rest of the year. Okay. But I've never, like this is the first, so I'm asking you if you think, are you going to mow your lawn again? Uh, So I will mow it and that's just to pick up the leaves after I rake all the leaves. Does that make sense? No. No. That seems like a lot of time being wasted. 
No, because you rake up the leaves and there's always some, some leftover ones. And then you just put it on and you pick them up and then it sucks just, it in. It's like vacuum. So you're like vacuuming your lawn. Yeah. I'm really excited for not having to worry about my lawn for a few months. Um, really I, excited. Which is weird because I've seen your lawn and it maybe takes you 30 minutes. And it, is that daunting of a task to where you're like, hey, man, I'm so glad I don't have to do this anymore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so here's the deal with my lawn. What is so funny? <laughs> it's just, okay. <laughs> Let's hear the deal with your lawn. So I don't I don't have the... um. The bag. I don't use the bag. Oh. You mulch? Yeah. I fertilize. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what is so funny? <laughs> Nothing. Go ahead. It's good for the grass. Yeah, I know. I get you. You wouldn't know because I've got dirt mounds. Yeah. But that's gophers. My point is um, when I mow my lawn, I stick a stick under the lawnmower so that the lid stays open and that it doesn't get clogged when uh-huh. I mow. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's a dad hack, by the way. So on my lawnmower, I've actually got this little thing that flips to either mulching setting or bag catching setting. Yeah, your lawnmower is clearly newer than mine. Now, the problem is when you open the lid, mm-hmm. you know, it boom, shoots out pretty yeah. quick. Yeah. Um, and there was a windstorm about two months ago, and I hadn't mowed my lawn since the windstorm. Right. And so there were a lot of sticks on the ground. Uh-huh. And generally, like, we have some big trees in the backyard. We, we, we normally get some sticks. So when I mow my lawn and I have the lid open and no bag on there, uh, the mower goes over sticks, crumbles them into smaller pieces, shoots it out. Mm-hmm. And I generally wear shorts mm-hmm. when I mow the lawn. Mm-hmm. So you can imagine by the time I get done mowing the lawn, um, I have a few scratches that I didn't have when I started. You look like Stevie Wonder shaved your legs. Yes. And uh, occasionally they'll shoot up into my face. You know, you don't wear eye protection. Um, I I have done in the past. I don't do it every time. That's a dad hack. That is a dad hack. Yeah. Um, and so I think there's good reason I don't like mowing my lawn. Um, gopher mounds also contribute to not me not enjoying mowing my lawn. But I did it for the first time about two months, and I'm really excited. I got done. I was so relieved, so relieved, and I and I'm about to fertilize my lawn. For the upcoming winter. Mm-hmm. And I'm just hoping, Case, that I do not have to mow the thing again. Now, I don't want to take you down a, a, a dark place, but if I understand this correctly, and I might not. I mean, I'm not known for the greenest grass. The Joneses are. Um, when you fertilize your lawn for the winter, it is important to have moisture right after it. Okay, that's good to know. I didn't know that. I'm I'm pretty sure like you have to water it. You know, you so you want to you want to put the fertilizer down when it's about to rain or whatnot, because if you just put it on there, I don't think that's. I'm not sure it's going to kill your lawn, but yeah, I'm pretty sure you need to have moisture in there. Okay, so on Saturday there's a sixty percent chance of rain. But you're going to be in mesquite. I am going to be in mesquite. So um... maybe I have to call your father-in-law. I'm not going to make him do that. Hmm. No, I would never put another man in that position. In charge of your lawn? I just, if I got a phone call from somebody that I knew and I answered it and they said, hey, you do me a really big favor. I said, what was that? They said, could you mow my lawn? Could you fertilize it? Could you do anything with my lawn? Deep down, I'd be like, sure. Uh, sorry, right off the top, I'd be like, sure. But deep down, I'd be... Really hurting. 
You're so weird. Hey, real quick, did you ever think that you'd be the age that you got excited that you didn't have to mow your lawn again and winterize it? I didn't. No, no. The answer is no. The answer is no. Welcome to dadhood. Yeah. Uh, I was doing the dishes this weekend Uh while Freddie stared at me in his little, you know, seat. Yeah. And... Yeah, he hasn't done a dish in his life. No. Right? He hasn't even thought about doing a dish uh-uh. for crying out loud. You know, he's selfish. And I I remember not being as young as Bubbles, but you know, young enough to remember going, Why do adults do the dishes, clean the floors, wipe down counters, mow the lawn? Why do they do it? Why can't they just not do it and have fun? Run around, kick a football, play video games, enjoy life. Because those things need to get done. Well, uh, it was at a later age I realized that. But I was wondering <laughs> I was wondering while I was doing the dishes if that was what Freddie was thinking as well. Yeah, like, yeah. Well, I don't know why he's doing this. I don't know why. I don't know what he was thinking about because he can't speak yet. No. No. He just speaks with those baby blues, melts everybody's hearts. Will piss a bloody hole in your oh, heart, baby. Man, you're listening to Dad Tastic, a podcast about two dads. Hey, welcome back to Dad Tastic, a podcast about two dads. Tom, let me ask you a question. All right. When you think of fall, what food pops into your mind? Eggplant marinara. You are so weird. That is the worst, worst I've ever heard. Eggplant marinara. It is delightful. In uh, in America, we think of chili. We think of soup. I had chili this weekend. Oh, so you know where I'm going here. So I talked about it in the earlier segment. We didn't have a Halloween, really, because my my kids went to the ex-wife's house. And so me and Leslie were getting ready to do Halloween, maybe hand out some candy at her house, have people vote on the pumpkins. I call my little brother, Ryan. I go, hey, what are you doing? He goes, I'm just going to make some chili. You want to come over? And I said, let me check with the missus. So I text Leslie. I go, Leslie, Ryan's making chili. You want to go over there? She goes, sure. My mom calls and goes, hey, Ryan's making chili. You coming over? I was like, yeah. She goes, great. I'm going to make bread bowls. I said, fantastic. Who doesn't love chili in a bread bowl? Never had it. Oh, you haven't? No, but I've heard about it. It's amazing. The chili and then when you just eat the bread bowl afterwards, dish is done. Wow. It's amazing. Yeah, it sounds good. So, if you don't know this, my girlfriend Leslie is a lot like you. She's a foodie. You know, she's a chef. We eat food like most people should for enjoyment. Yeah, and she loves it. Like last night we went to her house for dinner. She busted out the waffle maker. My kids were like, hey, we're going to have waffles. And she goes, no. She made a cake batter, put it in the waffle maker, ice cream on top. With the little, like, whipped cream. The cake and, waffles. Oh, they were delicious. My kids were like, this is great, Dad. We know why you date her. You know? <laughs> they're super stoked. They're probably thinking, put a ring on it, <laughs> yeah. Dad. And so anyway, so I'm getting ready to go over to my mom's house. She lives in this wonderful log cabin. There's a river going through the back. There's a, a trout pond. I mean, it, it, it's perfect setting for chili. I know Leslie's coming over there. And so I go get Leslie. We go over there. And we're getting ready to go, I'm, I'm ready for chili. You know, chili, onions, you know, all the good stuff. We walk into, my little brother lives with my mom, but it's in the downstairs apartment. <laughs> we walk into He's the not going to appreciate you outing him like Oh, he that. doesn't care. He says, he, he tells everybody on Tinder he's just taking care of his mom. He's a sweet soul. 
<laughs> True story. <laughs> and so we walk into the basement, and there's my How little, old is your younger brother? 45. Okay. <laughs> we, we, walk in, <laughs> we walk in, and there he is dumping Nally's chili in a pot. <laughs> I look over to Leslie. Leslie's face is like somebody just farted. She's like, oh. Because she's too nice to complain. She wants homemade chili. Yeah, So she, but she, now she knows she's got to endure sitting down eating Nally's chili out of the can. But it doesn't stop there. Hold on. Let me see if I can get her on the phone because this is awesome. Because you think Nally's chili out of the can, in which I'm not knocking it. It's great. You know what I mean? But he added a little secret ingredient to make it oh so nice. And uh, you should have seen Leslie's face when she goes, are you adding? Hold on. Let's see if we, she'll answer. Hello. Hi, Leslie. You're on the podcast. Please don't swear. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. So I'm just telling everybody about Chili's chili at my mom's house oh boy okay so when we walked in and we saw ryan dumping the nally's chili in the canister you were you were you were a little taken back weren't you yeah i was scared but what was the secret ingredient he added (laughs) he added a half a block of cream cheese in my world that makes Chip dip. <laughs> yeah, so we had chip dip in a bowl. In a, bread, in a bread bowl. That my mom made in the air fryer. <laughs> I love it. I love you. I'll talk to you in a bit. Okay, love you too. Oh. That is unheard of. Yeah. Canned chili with half a block of cream cheese. Yeah, in a bread bowl made by an air fryer. By the way, I was also asked to go on Studio 5 and do a cooking demonstration. Check it out. It came out on Monday. Yeah. It came out today. Yeah. Yeah. So we we'll airing at the minutes. Yeah. German chocolate, German pancakes. There you go. German chocolate pancakes. So now I don't want to throw you under the bus, but you said your wife did something this weekend. Oh, this is funny. <clears throat> Have you ever, um, so my wife. Yeah. Lord and Savior Kate. Lord and Savior Kate. God bless her cotton socks. Now. She's over the the sink, and she goes, what's something I do that you don't like? Ooh. Were you honest? My heart sunk. (laughs) I took a deep breath. I wiped away the sweat that was gathering on my forehead. Uh Uh-huh. And I go, well, why don't you answer that question? Because I imagine there's a reason for you asking it. Ooh, you put it back on her. Yeah, because like you don't just ask that question. Because like she's, what if you'd have said something different? And she was like, that's not what I was thinking about, but I never knew you hated my, that. No, no, my heart really did sink to a depth that I haven't been to in some time. Like, uh-huh. You get asked that sort of question, go, immediately my train of thought is, if I don't answer this question politically correct, it could ruin the remainder of the day because she's not going to be able to get over the fact that I have an issue with her doing this and she's not going to think she can change. We're going to have issues. You know what I mean? I'm with you. Like, that is a sick... What do I do that makes you angry? I mean, that is as serious of a question in any relationship as there is. Yeah. Anyway, I put it back on her and she said, you leave food in the sink, which is 
kind of true. So she's saying that you leave food in the sink and that drives her crazy. And I don't kind of clean the sink well enough when I do that. Mm-hmm. And then I'm also known to, like, uh, I believe the dishwasher is called the dishwasher to clean the dishes. So you put them in with stuff on there? I'll, like, wash the plates with some hot water. Maybe give it a, a light scrub, but I'm not going to, you know, put some elbow, elbow grease into it to really get the egg yolk off You don't want to do the dishwasher's job. No, I'm not going to put a clean dishwasher into a dishwasher <laughs> for it to be cleaned. I'm with you. Okay. I like where this is going. And so, so she, they're, they're, they're the two things she said. I said, that's reasonable. That's reasonable. You know, like, for example, um, I knocked the basket of lettuce uh, and some of it fell into the sink. And we have a grate at the bottom of our sink that you can just lift up and in. But it's a pain in the you-know-what to lift it out. So anyway, there was a bit of lettuce kind of within the corners. And she, she didn't like that. And then she said, well, what do I do? Oh. So when she really first asked you that question, she was locked and loaded with things that you do. Well, no, I think she, I think she wanted um, – she asked me. I think her train of thought was, I'm going to ask him what I do that makes her angry because he's going to ask me what I do. Mm-hmm. And then I can kind of vent. Yeah. Like, she was always the one that wanted to vent. Yeah. And I said, well, I think you leave stuff all over the place every now and again. How'd that go? Uh, you know what? Really quite well. Really? Yeah. Much better than I thought. I thought all H-E double hockey sticks was going to break loose. But can you look me in the eyes and be 100% honest, that's the thing that drives you nuts? Or are you afraid to say the thing that drives you nuts? Or is there a thing that really, really drives you nuts? There isn't really one thing that drives me nuts. There really isn't one thing that drives me nuts. But should I ask if she was offended when I said that? Yeah, because right now, actually, this this is funny that you bring this up because me and my girlfriend are talking about these things too. You know what I mean? Because I do a lot of things. Yeah, well, you and Leslie are very different people. Yeah, but I do a lot of things that drive her nuts. And she's not shy about telling me. And 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 I try to change as much as I can and I and I have changed quite a bit. Yeah. But I'm also very passive. You know what I mean? She does things that drive me nuts, but not to the point to where it ruins my day or that I actually dwell upon it. You know, but I, I think we are two different personalities. You're, you're, you you guys are very different than what Kate and I. Kate and I are far more similar despite coming from vastly different places. But I love her. Yeah. KB, you're on the podcast. Lovely. Yeah, hi. Um, so uh, this weekend, I'm, I'm just kind of uh, telling Casey about that one time you were standing over the sink and you asked uh, me the question, what you do that makes me really angry? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I guess my first question quickly would be, um, uh, has that question been building up for you for some time? Have you been wanting to ask that question for a while now? Well, I think I've brought it to your attention. So I just thought I would approach the issue a different way. Right, okay. Wow. And then, um, I mean, it hit home. We're talking about it like 48 <laughs> hours later. But uh, when I said that you leave a lot of stuff on the on the table, did, did that offend you at all? No, but in my mind, I disagree. <laughs> um, I didn't think it was worth uh, arguing about as I was trying to bring attention to the fact that you leave food in the sink. Okay, hey, Lord and Savior Kate, Kate. This is not your platform yeah, to Lord, vent. Lord and Savior Kate, let me ask you a question. Do you think Tom took the easy way out with his 
response, or do you think there's something that you really do that makes him upset? Oh, no, that was definitely the easy way out. <laughs> oh, you think I'm hiding? <laughs> Okay, well, this isn't the place for that, love. We can talk about that in a minute. But I love you tons. Bye. Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose when we go to the phone. She, Yeah, I lost. <laughs> because we're going to fight all day now. Case? You just stitched me up. I did not. I opened up a line of communication so you could really get what's on your chest off. She's going to start accusing me of things, and I'm going to deny them. And she thinks – see, that's wrong what she just said. <laughs> Why? Because the dining room table is filled with her crap. But isn't Plenty that her work of- spot? Yes, I don't care. Work. You can work elsewhere. We're, we're in a pandemic. Oh, here's something. So, we, we, <laughs> so like, at the start of the pandemic, right, yeah. Kate's office was moving to a different location. And she wasn't working in the office at this point. She'd been out working from home for a while now. Mm-hmm. But the office was trying to get rid of some some stuff. They were trying to get rid of desks and sh- and and chairs and you know all sorts of different uh, work accessories. And we're like, great, you know, we could, you know, this is a great time to actually potentially purchase a couple of desks. And they were quite nice desks as well. They were they were good. Um, and they were going for cheap, much cheaper than what they originally bought them for. You know, they were like two hundred dollar desks that were now being sold for like forty bucks. Yeah. And so we're like, let's get two of them, Kate. <sighs> You know, because I imagine we're going to be stuck at home probably for a while. And even if we do end up one day, one day going back to work, Freddie can use them for homework. You know, whatever. Desks are good to have. Oh, good investment. Good investment. So we buy two desks. We put one downstairs, the one I've been using for I've months it. on end. And we put one in the second guest bedroom because that's where the lawn savior Kate wanted it. Now, there is an issue. She refuses to use the desk. Why? Because there's a hole in the, in the, in the wall at the top. Um, uh, and we we're yet to find a um, mount, a mount that actually fits the hole to cover it up. You know, it's one of those holes in the wall. We live in an older home. It, it was built in the forties, nineteen forties, and they you know they have some of those um, like um, gauges, you know, sure. nozzles, whatever you want to call them. It's like weird placements for like the water and the heat. It's it's whack, but. Yeah, so there's a hole. She's petrified that if she works there, there she's going to be, you know, there's spiders all over that. I haven't seen a spider in that room for quite some time. Refuses to use the desk. So she accommodates the living room and the dining room table and just destroys it. Hmm. She just leaves stuff there. I don't see a problem with hers. Like, she'll get the formula out, leave it. You know, fill up the bottle with formula, leave the formula formula on the counter, Mm -hmm. right below where it's meant to go back into the cupboard. Right. That's an issue. Huh. And I'm not the only one that would have an issue with that. (laughs) I think you need to tell her. Did you hear how he said that? He just said that in a way that makes me feel as though he wants us to fight. I don't Josh. want you to fight. Josh, I think Casey's trying to get us to fight. No, I don't want you to fight. I want you to communicate. Kate and I have a hard time communicating sometimes. But we all need to learn to communicate a little bit better. And my my friend once told me, he says, you know, us Americans, we have a hard time having disagreements and getting over it. This is true. And I've said that to Kate before. <laughs> I have. I'm not afraid. I'll say. Sounds like you're afraid. A little bit. <laughs> it depends on. She is. Um, I think she's like Leslie in, in a certain sense. 
And I don't want to say all women are like this, but Leslie <laughs> and Kate are, I think they're similar in this regard, where uh, they're beautiful creatures. Yep. And they will speak their mind. Yep. And I commend them for it. Yep. You know, like the, because it does take some bravery uh, and it does take some guts mm-hmm. to, to, to tell people how you really feel. Right. But I'll speak for Kate's behalf. She has never been opposed to just – she doesn't like something, you'll know about it. You know, even if, you, uh, even if you, you've only met her once or this is the first time you're meeting her, like generally speaking, she'll just say, eh, not cool. You know what I mean? Would Kate had the chili with the – bro- would Kate eat my brother's chili? Yeah, 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 yeah. So like Kate doesn't eat beef. Oh. Right? Nally's has beef. She doesn't have beef, but she'll eat, like, beef, like, very small portions, albeit, when she's at someone else's house, you know, like, because she doesn't want to be rude. Oh, she sounds like a good girl. A keeper. Yeah. Well, she's kept. (laughs) She's kept, so back away. And you've been listening to Dadtastic, a podcast about two dads. I guarantee we didn't help you, but hopefully we made you smile. You're listening to Dadtastic, a KSL podcast. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.